All right, welcome to another episode of the Life of Becoming You podcast. Let's get this. I am your host, Jonathan Gilardi, and as a lifestyle coach, I can tell you with absolute certainty The biggest mistake that people make in their life is they don't look at their life in a holistic way, right? Your business is succeeding, but your health is deteriorating. Your relationship's going well, but you can't spend time by yourself because you haven't found that self-development inner peace. So by looking at yourself in a holistic way, what you do is you balance your life. And by balancing your life, you create a foundation to elevate your life. So you get the most joy, the most fun. You raise your confidence. You stay in congruence of your mission. Those obstacles aren't obstacles anymore. They're just hurdles that you're jumping over. You deal with the fears and the doubts and the worries and you turn it into confidence and skill and productivity. By looking at your life in a holistic way, you build a deep connections to your life, to your purpose, and to your future. This is the way you transform into your most authentic self unapologetically. Let's get this, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another awesome Tactical Tuesday, where we dive into stuff on the outside, stuff that maybe prevents you from having great days, to stuff that prevents you from achieving the goals that you have. You know, it's really powerful to be able to implement everything that you want in your life, because as you start to implement everything that you want in your life, you start to see things happen. Right? Because when you're not in consistent motion in your life towards a better life, a better you, something you want to achieve, well, that's when you plateau. That's when you get lazy or make excuses or become fearful, etc. Now, one of the best ways to kind of eliminate all this is to take consistent action. But on the other side of it, if you're, I don't know where you are in your life, but one of the most powerful things to continue to put on the outside of yourself is big goals and big dreams. And unfortunately, if you're at the age of, let's say, 45, 50, on average, I see something happen a lot. Now, This could definitely happen to you if you're at an age in your 20s or in your 30s. Is that when you hit a nice goal and a nice dream that you've been working towards, you don't have another growth goal, right? Because there's a couple kinds of goals that you can have. A career goal, finance goal, growth goal, right? There's a lot of things that you can put into your life to continue to be a better you, to evolve into a more advanced you, a more authentic you, a more just you doing you in your life, right? Because that's when the beauty of life comes in. When you're doing what you want and you're feeling good and you're growing and you're becoming a bigger person. I mean, this is something that really life is about, right? Okay, because of evolution, yes, we're here to reproduce, right? That's our one goal. According to evolution, we're here, we're going to reproduce, and then we're going to keep the you know human species growing. That's what we're here for. We're also here for many other things like happiness and peace and love. The originality of what we were born with from being babies. And I want to make a very strong point to that. Is that if you're not putting larger goals in front of you. 
Well, there's going to be no growth coming. So let me give you a tangible example before we get into today's topic. With myself, I have a coaching you know, business. Coaching, speaking, mentoring, consulting, whatever it is that you want to label it as. Now, when I first started this, a lot of people around me were like, what is this? What is coaching? Who wants to hire a life coach? Like all this stuff, right? Very arrogant views, very like very simple minded, narrow views that aren't open to what other people are doing. In fact, I even had a woman who was a therapist tell me life coach isn't a real thing. And I'm like, well, I'm changing lives, making a, making a business for myself, changing lives, seeing people make big strides in their life. So I must be doing something right. <laughs> but it's just interesting that people, you know, don't put these goals in front of them that scare you. And I want to encourage you to do that as much as possible. Because when I first started coaching, did those comments have an impact on me? Absolutely. It absolutely did. Because it makes you second guess yourself. Well, what if it's not possible? What if this whole thing isn't real? You know? But I think a better mindset for you to have is not if you can attain your larger goals, if you can attain the lifestyle that you want, if you can make it happen, if you have the skill and the confidence and all this stuff, I think that we need to shift our language to how can I make this happen? How, because anything is attainable. Anything that you can envision is attainable. And we have been shown proof all throughout history. Look at that kind of dancing yoga type thing called Ziva, I think it's called. Ziva, if I remember correctly. It's like a, kind of like a dance party type of workout. They went through years of being denied, being told that idea is stupid, being said that it won't work. Years. I mean, you could even look at people like Uber. Uber, were ha- they, you know, they were having trouble, or Lyft, I'm sorry, Lyft, they were having a lot of trouble in the beginning with cars seeming safe, right? So they had to put a mustache on the car and a Lyft logo, you know, like solving all these challenges. So whatever you're putting, whatever goals and stuff that you're keeping into your life, even if those are growth goals, like I want to become happier, right? I want to be happier. I want to be more peaceful, I want to wake up without a chip on my shoulder. I want to be able to see my parents and be like, oh my gosh, I love you guys. Instead of like, don't talk to me. I just want to eat and be by myself, right? All of these goals, it's about the journey, not about the end result. But having that end result as a goal puts you in direction. Why am I talking about all of this so much? Because today's topic is about procrastination. It's about You know, what procrastination is, why it's stopping you, how to get on top of it. And I want to open your eyes to what it is, because if you realize what it is and what procrastination is and why it's stopping you, well, there you see an opportunity to break it. And unfortunately, procrastination is one of the number one things that stops people from doing everything in their life and anything, anything and everything and all the good stuff. And that's because procrastination doesn't come in the form of procrastination. When you're procrastinating, it doesn't feel like procrastination. It might feel like overwhelm. It might feel like avoidance. It might feel like doubt 
or fear. Or maybe you're worrying about something, so it shuts you off and makes you not want to do anything. All of this is procrastination. So when I hear people talk about procrastination, I'm like, okay, you definitely got to know what you're talking about when it comes to procrastination because procrastination is a very broad topic. Once we get into the specifics about it, you'll start to understand how to destroy it, how to move past it, and how to continue living your life. So the reason I talk about having big goals and big dreams and things that stretch you is because that's where growth lies. But also, as you're doing that, you're going to experience the biggest amount of procrastination that you've ever experienced in your entire life. One, because you're dipping into the uncomfortable. Two, because it's a goal that you haven't received yet. And with that uncertainty comes a lot of negative emotions. So if you're starting to kind of follow where I'm going with this, you'll understand that procrastination is simply your way of stopping yourself under a false etiquette that you can't have something, you can't accomplish it, you can't move towards it, or it's just giving you a stressful feeling through overwhelm and fear that's causing you to rather have leisure for a day and have leisure for tomorrow and the day after and the day after that. But we have a stronger side within ourselves. There's a part of you that can pull out the extreme discipline by changing your mindset, by shifting your thoughts, and by zeroing in on exactly what procrastination means to you. For example, when I first started coaching, I was having trouble signing up clients for free sessions. Why? Because it was causing me anxiety. I know that I love talking to people and helping people and I have a lot of knowledge in personal development. But as I would sign them up for sessions, I felt like I was taking time away from them. I felt like, you know, I wasn't good enough. And all this stuff came before I even put my foot into the game. So that anxiety and that hesitation, yes, was leading to procrastination, but it wasn't the procrastination. The procrastination was that I'm getting so overwhelmed by my thoughts that my body's shutting off. So overwhelm was my procrastination. When I get overwhelmed, I can sit and play a video game, watch TV, go just for a walk. And just continue walking and walking, (laughs) which is actually a pretty good activity. But not when you're trying to get stuff done. Not when you have a big dream, a big mission, something that you're striving for. So one of the things that I want to mention to you is if you're struggling with procrastination, what form is it taking in your life? Do you procrastinate doing something because it's not important to you? Do you procrastinate doing something because it's overwhelming you and giving you stress and anxiety? Are you procrastinating because you don't feel like doing all the work towards something and because of that, you don't want to do a bunch of work and then realize that you failed? So you don't want to waste time? Even though we know the biggest waste of time is inaction. It's not taking risk. It's not putting yourself out there. We as a community have become so safe in our own shells, in our own life, 
we need to absolutely, with every bone and fiber and element in our body, break out of the fact that we think that we can't do things in our life. You can absolutely, if you can envision something, you can figure out a way to make it happen. There has been more opportunities and chances in this life than there's ever been ever, primarily because of technology. It is opening up worlds and worlds of stuff. So for me, people in my life still don't understand coaching, even though I've hit some success, even though I've made revenue, even though I've helped clients, even though I've given value to other people for free for a year and a half, two years without making a dime, struggling, figuring it out, being in the mud. I've been in the mud probably more t- t- probably three times as more time than I've been out of the mud. But that's a part of life. Because life isn't about the end result. It's about the journey. It's about who you become. Now, I know that I do a little bit of business in this podcast. And for all y'all business entrepreneurs and business peoples in here listening, one of the best things that I found out is as I evolved myself, my business evolved. Isn't that interesting? As I've stepped into the unknown, as I've put myself out there, as I've challenged myself to be a person that I haven't been my entire life because it's a person that I want to be and it's a person that I want to be to get me to the success that I'm I'm going to be achieving or that I want to achieve or that I am achieving right now even though I want to make it bigger and broader and bolder. I need to start changing into that person. Now, as I would evolve... I see my business evolving. That was something that was really mind-blowing to me. So without further ado, let's get into how to eliminate some procrastination. By now, I hope you understand that procrastination doesn't just hit you in the face. Oh, I'm procrastinating. It's very different from having a rest day, which is essential to your personality, your energy, your stress, just your overall spirit. Rest days are absolutely necessary. But it's a big difference from a rest day and procrastinating all day because you're avoiding stuff because of the negative feelings, the fears, the doubts, and the worries that are feeling in your body right now stopping you from being the ultimate you. Because that's all false. So I want you to identify where you're procrastinating and why you think you're procrastinating and dig in. It's like CBT, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy. You know, dig into... You know, let's say for myself, I want to record a video of a course. Okay, but I see myself kind of laying down and procrastinating all day. So I'd say, why am I procrastinating this video course? Because I'm lazy. Okay, now I know already that's BS. Okay, because if you're lazy through neuroscience, just get up and move and you won't be lazy anymore. Do the dishes, do the laundry, clean something in the house. Your body will wake up, your mind will wake up, you'll have energy, you'll be ready to go. But my mind's like, you're lazy. Okay, no. Why? Because it's a lot of setup. I don't feel like doing it. Oh, okay, it's a lot of setup. So that, that comes with overwhelm. Yes, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. Why am I feeling overwhelmed? Because it takes a lot of time. Am I very short on time? Should I delegate this to another day and put a shorter activity in? No, I have plenty of time today. So why am I overwhelmed? Because I don't feel like struggling getting the lighting right and getting the camera right and all this stuff. Why am I dealing with that? You know, why do I feel overwhelmed by doing all that stuff? Isn't that part of the process? Because I'm in a negative mindset that 
I'm not going to do a good job. Oh, there we go. Now we've come to it. Now we see it. I don't feel the energy that I normally feel. Because of that, I don't feel like I'm going to be good on camera. Because of that, the whole situation is overwhelming me and I want to stop now. Which means that I haven't monitored my thoughts enough. I haven't got myself into the John Gilardi energy. Simply a choice. So now what can I do to get myself into the energy to crush it? One, I could have patience. Going to need to have patience, take a deep breath. Two, I can meditate so I can relax my body because my mind's running amok. So let me meditate. Three, I can just simply, as Frank Kern would say, not be a wimp. Man up, get up, do it, have fun, give it your all. Because today is a day that you can either be simple and lazy or you can be extraordinary. What do I want to be? I want to be extraordinary. Okay, so I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this, my friend. Right? So this is a great way to see what form to really target in and zero in on what form procrastination is coming into your life right now. Dig in, get to the bottom of it, get to the dirt, the nitty gritty, what's really stopping you, and then figure out a way to get on top of that. Boom. Done. How else can you solve procrastination? Well, one of the known techniques that I didn't know was a known technique, it just felt good when I did it, was what I call, I came up with my own technique called goal spitting. Sounds very vulgar, doesn't it? (laughs) Hmm. So, goal spitting is when you wake up, you feel like you have a ton of stuff to do. And because you have so much to do, you find yourself stopping. A lot of times this comes up in the form of when you wake up, you have tons of thoughts. Overload of thoughts. This can be tough. I know for me, I have some, unfortunately right now, I have some negative things that have happened in my life in the past month, two months. And some of that stuff is catching up to my life right now where I need to start dealing with it. And I'm very into business, very into helping people right now. And I don't want to deal with that stuff. But that's all the ego speaking. I do actually want to deal with it because I want to clear it up so I can continue to move forward in my business. Follow me? So now that I want to focus on my business all day, but I have to focus on a couple of these other things that are happening in my life right now that are out of my control, I realize my brain is overloaded. So I do goal spinning. I can do it on a whiteboard. I like the whiteboard because it gives me room to breathe and work. It's like having a working in a clean apartment compared to working in, a, in an apartment that has clutter everywhere. You just can't think straight. Your environment fuels how you are, what you feel, what you're thinking, what you're doing, everything, right? The friends, the, the place you're living status, like all of that stuff, right? So... I have to deal with this other stuff, though. I have to clear it up, get it out of the way so I can hurdle over it and move forward. But now because of all this extra stuff that's on top of all the stuff I have to do, I find myself being overwhelmed. Just because I'm a coach and an expert in personal development doesn't mean that I don't feel the same things that you guys feel. I just have tools and strategies to allow it not to stop me. And as I get better and better and better at it, it becomes a lot easier to stop. One thought, one action can completely change the game for me rather than spending 10 minutes thinking the thoughts that I need to conjure up the emotions and feelings I need to move past the procrastination. So I say this because I want you to know that you and I are the same as you're listening to this. We deal with the same things, same stress in different forms. 
So I came up with a thing called goal spitting. And I know it sounds very kind of vulgar <laughs> and maybe a little gross, depending how your imagery is today in your mind. But I do it because I call it spitting because I don't want you to think. I just want you to go boom, 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 right? So what you do is you take out a piece of paper, go on a whiteboard, whatever it is that you're comfortable. It can even be a notepad on your phone, whatever it is that's irrelevant. And I want you to write all the goals that you have for the week or just all the goals in general. It doesn't even matter. But I don't want you to think about it. Just go, 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 go. So for me, podcast, I have to email my list. I'm going to do a video. I'm going to go live. Boom. Just get it all out of your, your head, right? Just get it out onto something that you can look at and see. Once you do this, well, then everything changes for you, right? Because all of a sudden you see everything. Now you can start delegating. What needs to be done today? What can be done tomorrow? What can be done next week? Now remember, you can do this with hobbies. Let's say you want to put a new hobby in, right? I want to start doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's something I did for a while. I want to start that up again. Do you want to start that this week or can you delegate that to research and finding the right school and all that stuff to next week? Right? So once you start delegating, this overwhelm is already going to be decreased just from putting it all on paper and by delegating some of the days off of today. Right? So from there, now you just have what you're going to do today. And I would put a time limit how long you think on average it's going to take you to complete these tasks. And if it's too much time without breaks, delegate some more. Right? So what you're doing is you're clearing some space in your mind to breathe again. Because if you have a day packed, boom, 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 with activities, what's going to happen is you're either going to be stressed and overwhelmed and your performance is going to be low all day, or you're simply going to rush things. And again, it's going to be bad performance. We have to get into a place where when we do what we do, when we're doing it, we do it well, right, with our energy, without feeling the need to hurry things up so we can get to the next task. Because when that happens, you enjoy crossing off the goals more than doing them themselves. That doesn't mean you're not passionate about what you're doing. It means that you're not using your time management skills in the way that's going to elevate your life forward and get more success into you. Rushing, stress, these things need to be eliminated so that you can be the best you in all situations in life. So now, now that we've delegated some of the things to other days during the week, and you have a time limit, and the time limit matches up what you're going to do today, by now you'll probably experience about a 75% decrease in overwhelm. Because you know what you're going to accomplish today. You already feel good about the stuff you're going to get done. And you know it's attainable by the time limit. Now we have to look at one more thing. So now that we've rid procrastination and that overwhelm and the feeling that's generated under procrastination. Now you want to think of how you're going to show up. Because this is the step that nobody thinks about in their life. How are you going to show up? What's your energy? What's good? What do people say they love about you, right? So we tend to do the easiest things first. That is a big no-no. But also, I disagree with people that say it's a no-no. Because here's the views on it. Do the hardest task first because it takes the most energy out of you. And you need your best work for that. 
Usually the hardest task means the most to you, and also it stretches you, so it's powerful. Do I agree with that? Absolutely. Now, on the other hand, if you're feeling really overwhelmed because you have like 10 tiny goals that's all going to take one hour, if you can judge that, now a lot of people would say, don't do that, don't do that. Why should we be following what everybody says to do and don't do? You have to find what works for you. So for me, if the 10 little goals aren't going to destroy my energy, I'm going to get them done first. Because what this does for me is this leaves me in an area where now I can focus 100% on that big task without having in the back of my mind all the little things that I have to do when I'm finished with it. Now, can I manage those thoughts even if I did have all the little things to do after it? Absolutely. Stay focused, stay in the moment, stay present, get rid of distractions, all that good stuff. But if I can make it easier for myself, why wouldn't we take the simple route? And the simple route can be just questioning what you're doing right now and what people are telling you to do and start doing what makes you feel alive. So as you destroy procrastination by putting some of these tactics into play, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for success in your life. Now, this doesn't have to be business. This can be simply my goal, my growth goal, my big extended goal is to be happy. I've been feeling really snappy. I've been feeling really negative. I'm not liking myself lately. So when you're feeling that, let's say I just want to be happy from now on. So that's what you're going to focus on, right? Waking up, how can you be happy? Make a list of everything you want to do that's going to make you happy. What activities make you feel good? Is it reading? Do you want to start using, you haven't been using gratitude and you need to shift your mindset and your subconscious. So you're going to start using gratitude. You want to have some time researching into that, right? Whatever the goal is, business, career, job, health, personal development, spirit, you know, we can go on and on and on. So I hope that you got some value out of this. I hope that by now you see what procrastination is, how it hides in different forms, what form it's sitting in you most of the time, and how to eliminate this procrastination by setting large goals, delegating your time in the appropriate manner, and using your energy in the way that you show up to absolutely crush your days. My friend, this should be implemented into your life because it'll be an extremely powerful for your mind, body, spirit, and work. All right, my friends, happy Tactical Tuesday. This is Jonathan Gilardi. I am out, and I hope you have a great day. Put this into your week. Let me know. Send me a message. Let me know how this has helped you, and continue moving on as the absolute best you, my friend. Take care. All right, my friends, I hope you absolutely loved that episode. And before you go, I have a gift to give you. But first, if you did love this episode, please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the community and support the business. I thank you for that. You can also take a snapshot on Instagram, send it out to your friends, and hashtag me at Jonathan Gilardi. I'll throw you up in my story, give you a shout out, my friend. I appreciate it. And the gift that I have for you is one of the best ways to elevate your life is to elevate your focus. By having more focus, you avoid distractions, you feel more connected, more inspired, and you get a lot more done with your day. 
And this book that I have on focus really changed the game for me. And I want to give you this book absolutely free. And that is the best part. Just go to www.successcoachjonathan.com forward slash podcast and you'll see a button to grab your free ebook. You can instantly download it absolutely free and start improving instantly. All right, my friends, I'll see you on the next episode of The Life of Becoming You. Take care.